Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. All right, let's continue with our thinking point. Political analyst Theo Fenter is with the Northwest University Business School. Theo, good morning. I hope it's a third time lucky. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I uh, I was traveling in a mountainous area. I guess that's why it was difficult getting out of me. All right, no, no problem at all. So we are talking about the tensions that are brewing from the ANC candidate list selection process. What do you think is fundamentally going wrong with this process, that it is leading to the kind of tensions that we're seeing now, where the killings and the loss of lives uh, has become more brazen, if, if I can put it that way? You know, um, this is not a new phenomena. I can remember that in 2016, when we had the previous um, local elections and the list systems that go ahead and the the uh, branch meetings, we had similar occasions in uh, a place called uh, Makwasi, Makwasi Hills, where where somebody was was knifed and 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 got killed, and um, in the Northwest also, some of these meetings became very, very um, aggressive. And we've now seen it spilling over into KZN. Now, the question is why. Mm. I think the why um, is that at least three root causes. The one is competition to get nominated. Because once you're nominated on the list and you stand to be a a, a councillor, there is an income linked to it, and there's a there's a lot of influence linked to that position. So that means the competition for that position is very very strong, and and I mean deadly if we can use it in that sense. Mm. Secondly, um, I think it has to do with differences in. In approach in, in, in the ANC, we can call it factionalism if we want, where people differ, and those differences are not necessarily on policy, but it is differences on who gets what when. And the last one, which I think is a root cause, um, is the unorganized nature of your branch general meetings and your biannual branch general meetings and the way in which these things are managed. I think if the ANC can do itself a favor, it can become a much more organized um, organization. Um, I think in the unorganized version of your branch meetings, this is also a source of conflict mm. where people feel aggrieved that they work hard to mobilize, let's say, person A, and then by hook or by crook, Person B gets onto the list with votes far more than everybody else thought, and and those things cause conflict. In, in as far as opening the process up for uh, people to be able to contest, how much of the fact that you know to be a a, a local councillor. You don't require much in terms of qualifications. You don't require much in terms of, you know, previous work experience. How much of that makes it even more lucrative? Well, um, to, to, to call it um, job creation or, or an employment system, maybe not far off the mark, because for some people, 
this will be the only job they've had, especially if you're young, and the first job that you'll get, and people will cling to that with everything they've got. The salaries at local government level is, is are, are good salaries, relative to, 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 let's say, the salary of a policeman or the salary of a teacher or so on. So it's something to fight for, especially with a low level of qualification. And, and, and that may add to the whole story. We'll continue our conversation with Theo Fenter. He's a political analyst associated with the Northwest, Business, Northwest University Business School. Let me take you to your 9.30 headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. We continue our thinking point with Theo Fenter, political analyst associated with the Northwest University Business School. Uh, Theo, you were really drilling down into the economic aspect of the contestations around the candidate um, nominations protests. So it's one thing for one person to be able to benefit, right, if their name is the one that is the final, the one that is picked ultimately. But what then for the people who are supporting uh, this candidate and are part of um, the tensions that we then see brewing in, in different parts of the country. Because certainly when you, say, when you take a look at something like uh, the Tswani candidate lists, um, the people that were protesting outside the Gauteng legislature, it wasn't just one or two people there. There were a number of people that were there complaining about uh, what these lists look like right now. Yeah, definitely, and and we know that the ANC is under huge pressure to to finalise those lists. I think they've got until the 21st of September to to sort out all of these conflicts and and so on. And one of the interesting things, not necessarily part of your question, but one of the interesting things that we will see is in the first round before the Constitutional Court um, reopened the process. We had just under a thousand independents um, listed as candidates um, uh, outside of political parties. I'm expecting, following what we've seen, especially in the ANC, now that they know, remember about 40% of old councillors are not returning as councillors in the election that we will have on the 1st of November. And I'm expecting the number of independents that will try to um, list themselves or to register themselves as mm. candidates for the first of them is definitely going to increase. Um, it may even double from the 900 and something that we've got at the moment sure. to, to far more. Mm. So, so what should we hear? Yeah, it is about um, retaining what they've had and then the people... Um, uh, marching and, and, and protesting, it's about the expectation that if the man that we are pushing forward, if he makes it, there will be some benefit, whether it's through job creation or whether it's through tendering or whatever, but mm. there is this vague expectation that this is not for free.
So what should we as the electorate then be keeping in mind where this conversation of the candidate list is, is concerned? What, what, how should we be interrogating the, the, the processes, but also the responses to, to, to the processes that we are seeing? Well, firstly, I think if we want to look at the lists, we must look for well-rounded, qualified candidates. And we must look for candidates that are in the first place there for a larger role in community. Um, in other words, somebody that can spread the wealth rather than eat the wealth, if I can put it that bluntly. We must look for people that are qualified, even qualified by experience. I do not um, mean academic qualifications, but people with, with a history that has shown in the past that they've helped with the development of communities, that they've helped with the um, uh, establishment of SMMEs and all these kind of things. That is really what we should look about. But if you've got a dominant party like the ANC, it is sometimes, um, it overshadows these questions and these um, references that I just used in, in a, in a ruling party the size of the ANC, the contestation inside very often overwhelms whatever happens um, in other parties and in other places, in other wards. It's all about who controls that big monolith. And, and, um, and we see that running down to the local level. All right. Theo Fenter, thank you so much for coming on to the show to, uh, this morning. Political analyst there associated with the Northwest University Business School.